Welcome back to Ordinal Revolution. My name is Shizzy on this channel. We cover the uh, the Ordinal space, everything. And today we got something special. Uh, we have uh, a couple of community guys. Guys been around. If you're in the spaces, you know both of these guys. We got Block and we have Eric BRC20. I'm excited for this one. We look forward to this all week. We scheduled this uh, during the weekend and we're like, hey, let's do this Wednesday. And uh, we're going to have a good time today. And um, we're going to get into a lot of different topics, a lot of different things. And um yeah, let's just kind of get into it and bring up my co-host, as always, Mr. Yago B. What's up, buddy? What up? What up? I'm excited. My turn. Uh, I was going to say, like, excited to have these two guys on, you know, like really big uh, community guys in the ordinal space. Um, you know, they're both they're, you can tell they're both like builders in their own way. Right. Um, yeah. And and they're always in the spaces trying to educate and stuff like that. So excited. I want to get into like both of their heads. Cause I want to see like how they think, you know, like, like on camera and just kind of, so they break that down. Uh, but yeah, man, I'm excited. Yeah. It should be a fun one. Um, we definitely, we definitely, you know, we, we, know, we, we kind of, I feel like I know these guys talk to them so many times, I heard them talk so many times. So it's, it should be really fun to finally get them on and pick their brains. Just like you just said. But yeah. So we'll bring up, um, bring up Eric first. So we, we we got him. We got him. What's he's doxed. He's here. It's Eric. What's up, man? Live. How we doing? <laughs> Good, man. Good, man. Glad to Good. have you on. Hey, right, thanks for having me, guys. I appreciate yeah, it. Loving the shirt. Don't like the hat, but we can deal with it. <laughs> hey, I'm <from> <laughs> I got to rep the squad. They, you know, I liked them when they were one in fifteen. So I like them when they were. <laughs> I were going back down to that. Level. Hey, that's a true fan, though. So you gotta respect yeah. that. You know, I'm all Boston, man. I'm all Boston. So hey, I'm a Cowboys man. fan, so I know, I know the pain. I know the I can't, pain. Can't hate on it, man. My my wife was born and raised here in Arizona, and she's diehard Cowboys with my daughter. And now they're, I think they bought tickets to the Cowboys Patriots game in Dallas, and they're trying to. So I may go to that. So we'll, oh, okay, yeah. we might we might have to hang out if you got time or whatever. So hey, it'd be like a. I think it was. Just a round trip, flying at nine and leave at mid, you know, home at midnight type of thing. But gotcha. Hey, if you can get to the yeah. game or beforehand, absolutely, for sure. And I'm I'm in Philly, so we we just Boom. come in second place a lot. We just come in second place a lot. So <laughs> you know, it's the Eagles, man. I, I Jalen Hurts fucked me in my fantasy last year. I made it to the final round of best ball in, on DraftKings, and he was my QB all year. And then he gets oh hurt, million dollars, and I had Mac Jones. I love Mac, but that seven points just cost me like ten grand because I wouldn't have took first, but you know he would have got me more than seven. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So it's all, right, all let's good. Bring in, let's bring in uh, number four here. So, Mister Block. Block. What's up, hey, dude? Man. What's going on? I'm so, good. How are you guys? Good, good, good. good. Really good. So we we know you're you're kind of like the farmer guy, right? You're always talking about your land, the horse. This is the hey. It's always fun to hear, man. Especially you're, you're just like, all right, guys, I gotta go. We got a hay delivery. I'm like, hell yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It, 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 it's funny because like it's like switching from like you know like being a farmer and like getting your hands dirty and then jumping into like block blockchain technology. You know, like <laughs> after so it's like day and night. But that's that's awesome, man. I grew up actually in the country, like next to like a about I would say like five acres cow farm next to me. So I know a little bit about it. I not as much as you though. I didn't I didn't own my own hogs. Mm -hmm. <laughs> oh, we only got two and they just walk around and graze. They're just pets, so they're not gonna get turned into bacon, so they're safe. 
nice. <laughs> I'm sorry, Piggy. <laughs> All right, let's let's um let's take into your guys' backgrounds because like obviously on the show like we love we love talking about projects and different things, but like for the space to really be successful and all spaces really we need to have good people. And so, I, like, I'd like to dig into the, the people's backgrounds. So we'll start with, with Eric, man. Could you give us, like, maybe um, without, like, completely doxing yourself as far as back as possible up until about, up until you, like, you heard the word Bitcoin? Yeah. Um, I mean, most people know I I, um, I started started back in, like, late 16, early 17. Um, and I got in it from a buddy. Well, my ex-partner business partner at the time I owned a gun manufacturer. Most people know that, which I sold back in 2018. So, um, in, in that is kind of how I got introduced to it. So a good buddy of mine was like head of defense of like Homeland security back in Jersey. And, uh, between him and my partner, we started talking about crypto and he's like, Hey man, there's this coin. The banks are going to fucking use called ripple. I was <laughs> like, Oh yeah. And he's like, dude, you want to get into this coin? So I, I got, I don't know. I put a couple of grand into Ripple or something like that. And, and I literally held it. That's before I started trading or anything, man. And like, I'm refreshing my fucking wallet while I'm at work. What the fuck is, is this like a normal? Is this normal shit here? You know, I'm like, it's like five grand, seven grand, 10 grand. I'm like, I have about eight, nine grand in debt right now. What the fuck is going on? And it's like 15K. I'm like, all right. And it was one, it hit over three bucks. And I remember the bid checks when I sold it, it was 33. I cashed it, cleared the debt and left, left the rest in to learn to trade. And of course it, it was bear market dropped to like 600 bucks. Right. But I didn't care. I was like, all right, clear my debt. Now I'm in this shit. Now I'm addicted to it. So from there, I just started, um, learning, learning the platforms, learning, just learning crypto and Bitcoin. Right. And then uh, when I sold my business in, um, 2018, um, for a down payment, I took one Bitcoin, which at the time was like 10, 12 K. And, uh, because my, ex-partner at the time told me he's i bought two of them for like 600 bucks oh you're gonna fork one of those over dude so there's my down payment you know for for on the business and then i was actually paid out in 24 payments due on the first of the month part of the sale paid paid in full right before march of 2020 and all that was um was paid into bitcoin so um did that and that's got fortunate with that you know that's 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 in my holdings and like my cold wallet there for me for later but that's really how i got introduced into crypto and and really got into it and um you know i've just been addicted to that since and you know prior to that prior to getting in all this construction everything i did you know before that man i was in cisco um so i was a computer guy i was cisco certified and um could program blank routers back in you know 99 2000 when i was graduating uh, high school to give my age away if you couldn't tell by the colors of the beard there but <laughs> you know I, I did a lot of that and um, i was actually an it guy for a big construction company so that's how i got into construction at the time it was a lot more money you know i kind of wish i stayed in it then even though it was less because i probably would have been in fucking bitcoin from the goddamn beginning but hey uh you know life life has its paths for a reason right and that's so where i'm at now and um couldn't be happier so yeah in between it was just trading crypto ups and downs and um you know the, use ethereum to buy a tesla back in you know when that shit ran up back back in in uh, 2020 and when i bought a bunch of that when it hit under 100 bucks so that's kind of my background and kind of just been cooking and um mainly a trader man never got into nfts or any of that crap but yeah i dived into just a little bit at the end of uh, last year <laughs> literally lost some ethereum I'm like why am i in this stupid shit and uh when when ordinals became a thing it was i really just went full steam with um you know with bitcoin 
And yeah. obviously, um, you know, if you're in crypto, he, you always got a doge bag, right? If you've been in crypto long enough, you, you've got a doge bag. So seeing the doge community and how big it is, that's kind of le what led us into our projects we're doing now. And mind you, I'm still cooking a ton with um, Bitcoin and BRC20s. I've most people know, I know Vlock knows because we talk all the time. Uh, you know, I've got over 300 plus um, non-fungible BRC20 just mints and deploys that, that I own to myself so that I've been cooking up stuff with. So, oh, yeah. yeah. Nice. What, what was that aha moment for you over in Ordinals? Like, so February rolls around, you, you, you were messing around on ETH, you're kind of just like dabbling a little bit. What was that aha moment to make you download that Uniset wallet, to make you download the Xverse wallet? What, what, what was that for you? Man, it wasn't really ordinals. It was the coins, you know, like, oh, fuck, okay. there's Bitcoin now, like yeah. you know, in Ethereum, like maybe I can't get rugged, you know, like that's what really did it. And then on top of that was I converted everything in my Roth IRA to, to Bitcoin mining companies that leap options through 2025, you know, on uh, like HUD-8 and, and some others. So um, that's when I was like, OK, I'm going to keep a real close mind of this because I'm like, all oh, this shit's going to the miners. And Wall Street so stupid to realize this, and these mining stocks are so low. Yeah, leap option in this shit. I've already paid taxes on it. So yep, let's let's do it. <laughs> so that's nice. like when the BRC twenties really hit was you know, and I watched already mint out. Like I was like, ah, it's the first one. I'm like, should I pull the plug? I, dumbass, I didn't spend a couple bucks and get some right free mint. I mean, I got it, some of it cheap, but it was like, all right. When I watched that man out and I got in a ton of meme and luckily I sold that when it was still selling. So, um, yeah, man, I minted <laughs> so many fucking coins. I don't even want to go into what I still have them. I'm waiting for these wallets to, uh, cause most people don't know you can send, uh, if you send an inscription to like your Coinbase Bitcoin address, you actually recover those sats. Yeah. So I'm waiting until you can bulk send it. Magic Eden doesn't let you bulk send to your Coinbase address. So it's, uh, yeah, not, not, just sitting on it. Somebody will eventually create that. I don't even care if it's in three years from now. It's in 10,000 of them. It's fine. To cover all of it at once. But yeah, all right. a bit of me in a nutshell. If you want to go into more, you can ask me some questions, I guess. Yeah, sounds good. Well, we'll jump back to you in a minute. Let's get into uh, into Block here. What's up, Block? So um, same question. Take us back as far as you can. Um, I would, would love to hear like how you got into farming and, and all that stuff. And then kind of lead us up until you heard that word, Bitcoin. So I'm kind of born and raised on the farm. Uh, like grew up with a family business that did uh, trail rides out in British Columbia, and I popped around a lot of places. Uh, I got a 15-year union job in the lumber industry for a time. Um, always been super tech curious, and uh, yeah, so we're over here building Blockchain Racing Club, which is like a in real life integration of uh, horse racing. So like the next generation of uh, Web3 integration, like leveraging uh, ordinals, because I'm uh, sort of like a die-hard Bitcoiner. And, uh, and that kind of started in around 2011. That was thanks to Max Kaiser um, and the Kaiser Report, you know, back then. Uh, yeah, I was a die-hard Kaiser Report watcher and you know, a uh, fan of poker. I'm a big, uh, like to play poker. And back then, we, uh, us Bitcoiners used to play on Seals of Clubs. And there was, every Sunday, there was a 50 Bitcoin uh, tournament. Like, that's uh, kind of numbers we were playing with back then. That was wow. every Sunday, right? 
So, and the entry was 0. 0.5. Um, yeah, yeah. And what year, it, what, was, was, what cool. year was that? Uh, so that would have been, so I, I did my education on Bitcoin like 2011, 2012. Um, a lot of Kaiser Report, a lot of Andreas Antonopoulos videos. And then really start digging into poker and like the usage end of Bitcoin in 2012, 2013. So, okay. you know, a lot of that was around the, the banking crisis in Cyprus. Uh, and, you know, there's a, like I kind of got into it with, from that generation, which was like that and WikiLeaks and then just the ability to use money, uh, like a new form of money and just any way you wanted without a middleman. So like that was very important. Um, that that idea, like uh, I don't know, really just kind of laid its egg in my head, and it's been there ever since. Um, and it's I guess my first time using uh, or like really interacting with Bitcoin was Satoshi Dice, like Eric Voorhees' um, yeah. old website, right? And that was a good uh, way to visualize how Bitcoin moves from one place to another. And how you could have a system of uh, provably fair dice rolls that, uh, you know, there was no middleman, right? You send your Bitcoin, there was this dice roll based on a hash, and it came back to you positive or negative, you won or lost. And then that led into poker and that led into trading. And that's been a whole education for over a decade now, right? Um, and like that's kind of why I'm here in Ordinals is because it's been... I'm not a dev, right? But I like to do stuff. Uh, the Bitcoin just opened up uh, like nine months ago or whatever, right? So it's kind of a good time for people that have been sitting on the sidelines and wanting, uh, like, I don't know, I feel like Bitcoin's a final destination for a lot of NFT projects and everything. It's kind of everything's coming home. Um, and we're all like rediscovering Bitcoin, which like we've seen, with bitmaps and stuff, people have been learning the blockchain history, which has been like one of the, uh, really one of the most important parts of Ordinal so far is people relearning the blockchain and interacting with the mempool and and learning all the little niche things through the years, like the empty blocks and the messages in the minds and all of those things. So yeah, I don't know. So that's what I'm building, but then I have all these spin-off things um outside of blockchain racing club that include like the matrix phones and the ordinal worms and other stuff i'm working on that i can't talk about um <laughs> so yeah that's kind of where i am and it, so yeah my my evolution started yeah with max kaiser and and all that stuff back in the day man that's that's pretty that's deep awesome. yeah it's, it's definitely uh i feel like uh it's a lot of like bitcoin fundamentalist is what i i'm hearing um uh, did you ever like go over to uh you know altcoins or mess around with ethereum and other stuff or did you strictly just stay in bitcoin and held bitcoin until ordinals came around so that's like a cycle that's like its own learning process for me and i think everybody has to go through it where you get like ground to dust as a trader um <laughs> and you you know you, you learn that um and then there's just all the technicals of just like early back back then we were all learning uh there was less trading um it was even it was just hard to there's no on ramps it was hard to even get but when you got it you were wanting to 
just compare it to the other chains that was learning like what's the difference between Bitcoin and Litecoin and Terracoin, Feathercoin, Chinacoin, Primecoin, like all that, all that old stuff. Um, and then every step from there, it's just been like kind of a graveyard of altcoins, but I've always been open to seeing what other people are building over there because I kind of had a feeling that it was all going to come back. And like a lot of that expression that's on the other chains is just born out of the lack of the ability to build on Bitcoin so far, or at least people interact with it the way they want to. Um, so yeah, that's what bit, that's what Ordinal's changed really. So do you consider yourself uh, like a hybrid of like laser eyes <laughs> or do you consider yourself kind of like, I don't want to be a laser eye, but I understand the fundamentals, but I'm very open-minded to, you know, building on Bitcoin. Yeah. So I, I do consider myself a laser eyes, just a different form. And it's like kind of that early curious person that entered into Bitcoin back then. It was less, really it was born out of a frustration with the financial system and the way it worked at the time and still works today. Um, and that, you know, just all of those different aspects mixed together. Um, but like really just a, just being curious, a technically curious person that just is like interested in this new thing. So anytime there's something new, I'm definitely going to poke around, but I definitely understand the, the final value prop of Bitcoin. And I do believe it is, uh, you know, so like the, the time chain truly is the time chain, the actual decentralized network we should all care about. That's, that's a fair answer. Yeah, man. Yeah, so I, I definitely I definitely love that the Max Kaiser all the way up to to Ordinal. So I'm guessing when when Casey came out in December, you were probably all over it. I'm sure you heard about it right away, right? Yeah. So uh, winter time's busy time of the year around here. It's tough with the weather and everything. Christmas and family. Uh, so I kind of it they came across my uh, radar like just news blurb, but didn't dive deep until or it didn't start digging until early February, um, probably around inscription 45,000, 55,000, somewhere in there. Nice. And, and yeah, so was watching it and I could see it kind of trucking along, but then it, it went parabolic on its way to hundred K. Like I was starting to get into the groups and follow ordinal, tw figure out who the people were in ordinal Twitter and fought, find out what's going on and read about it. Um, and I slid in there just under 100k with a couple inscriptions of my own. Um, and that was like my entry into ordinals. Um, and then ever since then, it's been a rabbit hole, just, just like everything else. Nice. Nice. Awesome. I, I got a question for Eric. Uh, Eric, you know, we just, we just heard from block and he has this like Bitcoin fundamentals. Like you can tell you, your situation was kind of like you were introduced to, to Doge initially, but then you worked your way back to Bitcoin. How, how what was that mindset? Like, were you kind of like, you know what, like uh, Doge was fun. It, it was something that like got me into it, but then like, I'm realizing that the closer I am to Bitcoin is the better or like, what was your mindset? Well, it was ripple just for just oh, ripple. Crunchy. Sorry. Sorry about that. Yeah. No, I have that. just, um, no, no, I just wanted to so correct for the audience. Ripple was kind of what got me into crypto, right? And it was more a rabbit hole. Like, I remember sitting there New Year's Eve watching Justin Sun and Tron in that hotel room. Like, it's a 10-year plan. And just shut <laughs> up. You know, like the Verge with the porn stars and the porn hub and whatever. I remember 
you guys remember that xvg and all that fun stuff so i was just more of a trader right like what how could i learn the charts really started studying that so i i started just swing trading you know what what did i see movement in right bitcoin was when i sold my business and had had that was more of that's just hold that's still sitting in the cold wall and the gun safe and that's where that's going to sit what i do now is i don't i don't touch that right that's like hey i'm retiring by the time i'm fucking 50 so i hope bitcoin fucking runs you know what i mean like that that's 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 what that um holdings for so oh i've always had the bitcoin but now it's like you know shit coins like like block said man i remember sitting in a in a meeting i got hired at this company and it was in 21 and um you know, it was like the orientation meeting and I fucking had a, I ended up building up FTM. Remember it ran from 30 cents to like three bucks and I was leveraging it. So I took that. That's like, right. Yeah. Yeah. I took that to like, sorry, I had a phone call coming in. Um, I took that NK, right? And so I got greedy and rolled it all on the ship. And I'm like, how many, like billions of fucking ship. I'm sitting there, not even paying attention in this work meeting, and my phone's going off like, oh, liquidation warning. I'm like, wait a minute, what? What are you talking about? So I'm like sitting there, and like, and then I hear, hey, Eric, you okay? I'm like, yeah, man, I'm good. Like, I should have been like, <laughs> bathroom, right? Like, let me cash something out. Well, I got liquidated on that. So as he said, you you learn and stuff goes to dust, right? It's like, okay. I'm like, how can I tell myself I just lost 10K in a good way? You know, it was only a grand. I turned the grand into 10K, and then I lost that. So I was trying to convince myself that's that's all I lost was a grand, right? You know, hey, make it make it happy. It's all I put into it. But you learn. So I started messing with those other coins. What Bitcoin kind of was like when those BRC twenties came in and hit. That's when I was like, let let me make that shift because now there's there's the shit coins on Bitcoins, right? And maybe maybe they'll work. Maybe they'll be projects. They won't be. Maybe they'll turn into some. As we've seen, um, some have turned into projects, right? Maybe the coin doesn't necessarily work with with the particular project but hey it led to to the project so um you know in the end as block said it, it all comes to bitcoin right so um knowing we can have fun on that and it, it's doing what that white paper said um you know and putting the activity on chain that that's what gets me most yeah. yeah so um i guess we'll just um we'll go next jump in the projects or yeah, I mean, I think you both are. I want to hear your uh, perspectives and takes on these non fungible BRC 20s. So that seems to be something that you guys are both excited on. We'll start with you, Block, since you have the Matrix phone. Uh, if you could kind of go into what excites you about them, um, maybe just explain, start off with just trying to explain it to the audience in the easiest way possible, and then go into what excites you about that. Okay, so um, like a BRC20 is just a text inscription protocol that a lot of people are probably familiar with. If, if you're watching this show, you probably are. Um, and it has a suite of protocols that are associated with it. Um, and one of them was a, a decimal function that was kind of overlooked by inscribing services and... Uh, I don't know, I guess influencers and other people that were going through the dark. And I realized, um, so by default, um, a BRC20 ticker um, deployment, if the decimal is not specified as to what it should be, the default is 18 decimal places. Um, so like anything 
it's a BRC20 can be fractionalized or perceived to be fractionalized, even though Satoshi is not fungible in, in and of itself. Um, you could trade them with the intent, like saying, hey, this is a piece of whatever. Um, so that's just important, an important part of uh, securities law and everything else associated with it, right? Um, and so that was kind of why we call non NFTs non-fungible tokens on the east side. So, you know, they're often associated with pictures they don't get broken up. Um, so with the BRC20s, if you, you, you can set that decimal to anything in between 0 and 18, but if you set it to 0, um, you have a non-fungible token in the truest sense. And what I like about that is just that it can be used for redemptions, ex like uh, experiences, um, you know, a, like a variety of things, right? Uh, token gated passes, all, all kinds of things, merchandise, all this stuff, ways to in for Web2 projects to integrate with Web3 um, with avoiding a lot of the security laws associated with it. And by the deployer specifying that the, they want the decimal zero kind of shows the intention. Uh, and so, especially when you tie the ticker to an emoji, that's where it kind of gets fun because you have a, an image that can only de be deployed once because um, most emojis are four bytes. So they can't be mimicked or spoofed, um, which is also a nice aspect of BRC20s. So when you're looking at most tickers, you're, you're sure you're looking at the right one because, um, you know, another change that's a, that's been an issue. Um, you know, you go to Dex tools and you'll be looking for a ticker. You got to figure out which one's the right one. Um, so for four byte or four character and one character, four byte BRC20s, uh, they can't be spoofed. Two and three uh, are a little bit of a different story because you can play with empty spaces and stuff. But that's kind of a side topic. When it comes to just non-fungible uh, BRC20s, when you tie the ticker to an image and that image can't be replicated like the matrix phone or any, anything else, it's kind of just a neat little niche concept where again, you have like this image, it's non-fungible token, it's a closed supply and you can do them as open mints or closed. Right. So the, I was playing with BRC 20 non-fungibles in early June and did a bunch of deployments myself, including like one of ones and uh, different sizes of tokenomics and styles of tokenomics, but then minting them out completely myself. Um, but then I realized that someone was just going to do an open mint. And I thought it was cool, like that someone should do something with that because um, it would be the first, or at least at the time I thought it would be the first. Um, turns out people played with these things well before I did, like months, months, months and a half before. Um, but they never really wrote it out quite the same way I did or like talked about it or explained the or kind of conceptualized it the way I did. Um, so, yeah, that's kind of like how they were born. It was, like, it was literally 10 or 15 minutes. I was like, well, it was early May and we're running out of tickers to deploy at like a really quick rate like most of the a lot of the interesting emojis like frogs or whatever have been deployed with some crazy tokenomics 
and like they'll really never have a use um so people that like deployed with intention at the time definitely have an advantage um and we're kind of seeing that with the sats brc20 which i'd love to talk about later um but yeah but so back with the matrix phones it's kind of like this neat little free open mint that anybody can interact with and it has a, a big enough supply 21,303 to give people a long enough runway um and I, I did that at the time because everything was in such a frenzy things if you made this supply too small it was going to mint out really quick and so when it completes it's kind of going to be one of the largest ordinal collections and communities and it's really has no peers and it kind of threads this line uh in between places like magic eden ordinal's wallet and then our other places that trade brc20s like unisat and then maybe eventually okx and gate you know, other places right so it can kind of play with the liquidity on both ends and I always kind of knew, so like my instinct was that the BRC20 protocol was going to get built out quite a bit. And like, we're still waiting to see what happens with that. Um, but things like curse inscriptions, dual inscriptions, parent child, we started to get very interesting things we can do with the matrix phones. So I'm kind of working on a community project on the back end that's going to be probably pfp related or i have a i have a few different ideas where people will be able to take their mint inscription put it on any sat that they want like create the transfer and then you dual inscribe that or maybe a parent child i haven't decided yet so that on the other side of that satoshi or that brc20 there's a profile picture right and so as a community everybody can kind of bring their own thing to that project like it's truly decentralized right mm -hmm um so that's just like one concept but for like web two companies and in real life experiences they make good redemption uh tools uh, because they're so lightweight because it's just a string of json and we have tools and discords and stuff that are getting built out that allow you to token gate things so like experiences and merch and all this stuff it's all opened up um so it's really exciting so i've like deployed a lot of uh different types of tokens with different intentions. I think they're good for artists to offload some of the cost of high fee um, art that they want to inscribe um, if it's not recursive or whatever. Um, especially like if you're a trusted artist but you just don't have the funds but people believe in you, they can buy your BRC20 for X and that can fund on the, you know, on the artist's end, the inscription of uh, like a better piece of art that they can drop later to that person that bought the BRC20. And they kind of, BRC20s also leverage like the indexing system that we all use. So it's kind of like backdoors parent-child. It makes it very easy for me as a deployer to follow my community and give them airdrops and see everything that's going on. Um, so like that was another reason I think they're cool. but. That that's a whole rabbit hole that I think is still growing. Like, and I'm still learning, and we're all still building out conceptually together. Um, so yeah, that's just one little thing um, for for those non fungibles that I had to say on that. Yeah, I don't know if Eric had something to say, but yeah, that's kind of cool though. It's like it's like um, basically you just made something for your community. Um, I'm guessing the the release was kind of like was it a giveaway or was it a mint? What was the actual release of the Matrix phones? 
<coughs> excuse me, it was uh, midnight. Uh, I don't know, June 6th or something. Uh, just literally planned it for 15 minutes. I was like uh, looking for an emoji that wasn't taken. And I found that clamshell phone and I was like, oh, that's kind of like the Nokia from the Matrix. Maybe I can call them the Matrix phones. I really like the Matrix, it vibes with the cypherpunk ethos, Bitcoin, all that stuff, orange pill. So they just kind of coined them that. And I released them at midnight and kind of they debuted on the swamp one night. Um, and they minted out like 10% or 5% that night. And it's been a steady grind ever since. Oh, nice. Where, where are they at right now in terms of uh, supply left? Uh, so they're at like 29% done, 6,200 minted. Uh, gotcha. <clears throat> they would be on the first page of units ad if the first couple pages of in progress and have been spoofed by whoever did that. I'm sure you guys have noticed that someone's minted stuff out to 99.9999%. Yeah, uh, they're actually used. Well, what they're doing is they're using the um, that fungibility I was talking about where they can inscribe a mint. You don't have to take, like if you do a SATS BRC20 mint, you don't have to mint 100 million. You could mint 99,999,999.99999. So you can leave a mint stuck on the in-progress page at 99%. No one, no one can finish it. No one can finish it unless they want to waste the money to do a point zero 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 one, right? Gotcha. Yeah. <laughs> that sucks. <laughs> so it's someone just, took the time to waste waste uh, you know a couple pages worth of mints, right? Just to bother people, I guess. He's he's yeah. been bitter about that. Let's just say I'm super bitter. <laughs> <laughs> dot bitter. Dot bitter. Dot, yeah. Dot bitter. <laughs> yeah. Speaking of dot bitter, how's that going? Is it still Man, I haven't said anything about it for a while. I don't know. I've been on the website. Uh, it's an interesting. Like it literally, I could you know conceptualized it washing the dishes. So, like I said, it's a forty-five minute project. Uh, copy pasted Domo's BRC twenty document and edited some stuff, and it just kind of went right. Like I launched it and I woke up the next morning, there's 4,000 inscriptions and I just kind of went, okay. Yeah. Right. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah. So I like how you handled the dot bitter thing. It was kind of like you weren't trying to be like, Hey, I started this and you know, this is like a movement. It was like, you did start it, but then you're kind of like, well, let's see where this goes. And you're kind of like, you know, backing up a little bit and then coming back in just to maybe help out with other people that are trying to get it going. But I well, you don't want to be in charge of a uh, social media any either. Anyway, yeah. like, you don't want to be Zuckerberg or Dorsey. Like if that took off, that's a, a big responsibility. It's not what I want to be. Right. But true. It's just a cool yeah. idea for a protocol. But if it, if it went, it needed to be, like a Hydra, like it needed to not rely on me. It just needs to go on its own volition. Like if it sticks, it sticks because it was the market. Other people like yeah, it, right? Exactly. What about you, Eric? Uh, like, so how are you feeling on the non-fungible uh, situation? Are you uh, all for it? Um, what are your thoughts for the BRC20 uh, non-fungible? I mean, yeah, I've, <laughs> you know, Block touched on a lot of that. I've got like I mentioned earlier, a good 
250, 300 plus BRC20 non-fungible deploys, whether they're emojis or um, certain tickers with supplies, right? Um, people that have deployed them that I front ran that didn't know the mempool or like, hey, yeah, Block did that. Well, I went to Block and I was like, dude, somebody just fucking made it like deployed like five of these non-fungibles, man. I scooped them all. I was like, yeah, I had to get on the tractor and fucking forgot. I was like, oh, well, I guess, I guess I'll so I'm holding them for the, you know, like, <laughs> a lot of things, man. You know, there's, um, you know, being in a lot of construction, I've done a lot of private membership areas, right? So if you've got something that's fungible, someone can split that. And how do you know that's the true owner of that um, pass per se, right? So non-fungibles create that ability to, you can't, you can't split that up. You know, you can't make a duplicate of that. You know, um, it may be super bullish when you had Google. Uh, talking about they'll allow uh, NFTs in their marketplace as long as they're not gambling um, NFTs and they're non-fungible. So um, that was a big word, right? Non, non-fungible there. And then Unisat uh, came out on a space. I think it was, um, I don't think it was the ordinal show, but another big space. The founder of Unisat was talking about how he was super bullish on layer twos and then non-fungible stuff. So that, that kind of, um, you know, non-fungibles in, in general, I think the way you can't split those up and fractionalize them. I mean, there's not 21 million already, you know, divide those by 18th decimal places. And that's the true supply of, of already, right? So non-fungibles just hold a, a different meeting. And I think uh, it'll take some time. We're still super new in, in the ordinal world of Bitcoin. You know, people are still coming up with new protocols and things daily, right? So um, I think that may take some time for people and people are still building with it. But, you know, a lot of people are talking about yielding and staking and earning passive income right on Bitcoin layer ones. Well, would you rather if you're going to sit and, and stake and lock up your coins, would you rather get whole coins or would you rather get 18th of a decimal of a coin um, that you're, you're, you know, that you're earning on, on, a, on a yield or something? So um, when it comes to that, I'd rather do that with a non-fungible, you know, give me some yeah. whole time. So uh, I think a lot of it will come into play. A, a lot of it, you know, with emojis and, and artwork, you can tie into that too. So, um, you know, block on a lot of those other points. So I'm not going to sit there. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, and, and uh, you know, I feel like these are definitely not spoken uh, a lot about in the space. It, and so it could be like one of those things that down the road, you know, like a year or two later, people be like, man, these are rare. You know what I mean? Like people didn't know that this shit happened. And then that's whenever they pop because like, you know, people didn't like a lot of the people in the community might not even know, but obviously we're educated, trying to educate them now about it. So yeah, I think it's a, definitely like a cool idea. And um, a question I have for both of y'all, because I feel like you both like really seems like you try to look for things that you don't see in the ordinal space is that what your where your mind is are you just like man i don't want to do like a regular project I, even if i if i'm burning some of my sats or whatever i, I want to do something that is different and you know is that where you guys are coming from block you go first and then i'll let eric yeah so novelty is key and like first mover advantage too and i'm kind of like I don't know. I think my mindset's very much like if you tell me something or like something is a certain way, I want to poke around it and test it out. I want like I want to see if I can get under the door and around or over the fence or like whatever, and like come up with new ways to make those things work too. And 
always read the documents, right? Like that's where you find the neat stuff, the devils in the details. And like, that's kind of how I found uh, that, that decimal function. Um, one other thing just on those, I do think like one of one non fungibles that just have a supply of one uh, are their own like little NFT collection that deserves to eventually get listed. Um, I think that's like a really cool little niche thing because those, those tickers are just like that's the that's the only way they'll ever be deployed is in it's just that one that one piece. How many? Emojis, that's an interesting thing. How many emojis do you think are like that? Um, I have a well, no, I don't have too many one ones. Eric has quite a bit more. Um, I don't have too many. But if you but were to do like I know a, there are, accumulation, there are others. Do you think there's like that collection? If it's a, it, let's say a platform was like, we're going to do a collection of all these one of one emojis. Do you think there would be like more than like a thousand, or do you feel like you just don't hundreds? Like hundreds. It'll be it'll be under one k, I think. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So that I mean that could be a valuable I, collection I, for sure. I've got over two hundred of them. I mean, one of them is ninety eight percent of the dominoes. Uh, the, dom <laughs> the dominoes. Yeah. Somebody minted out like two other ones in supply, so I have ninety percent of the other ones as one. How do you? Where do you? How do you make a domino emoji? Like, I didn't even know they had a whole collection of dominoes. So it's Unicode. Oh, okay, gotcha, gotcha. The mahjong cards. I mean, emojis. There's all sorts of. Dude, this is like okay. So that actually got me. That gets me excited because I feel like that's like a collection that you know down the road could be looked at as very valuable. Only yeah, putting, yeah, putting it all together. So that's pretty cool. Yeah. Um, Eric, same thing. Uh, like, do you, does your mind just kind of say, you know, fuck the regular shit? I just want, I want to go off the, you know. You know, I'm, I'm a kind of no risk, no reward type of guy. You know what I mean? Like, all right, did I, did I blow four or five hundred bucks inscribing? non-fungible brc20 emojis some with supplies some without i don't know i've lost more in a casino you know what i mean yeah you know more on lottery tickets or spending it on weed in two months right so what's sure i gambled right like so no risk no rewards and in, in, in that regard so yeah if you can get ahead of the curve on some stuff especially with bitcoin with what's what's coming out right you know um if non-fungibles have become a thing in two years, hey, Block and I were there early. My people might be like, damn, I really wish I could own the, the poop emoji. And I, mean, I don't own it. I don't know if Block owns that one. I think someone put it out with a supply. But, you know, with all these quad keys and metaverse and bitmaps and everything else, like, yeah, I own the Beach Sand Island one with the umbrella, one of one emoji that's colored. You know, hey, maybe it'll become a thing with, with the island I own on, on quad keys. So who knows? And I, I've got over 2,000 plus ordinals that I haven't, Put one picture out on Twitter of that I'll start inscribing and may, maybe I'll attach them to uh, my non-fungible token and, and uh, give them away. You know, I don't know. I'll, I'll do stuff with, with the Matrix phones. Um, who knows what we'll cook up. But, yeah, there's, there's a lot of stuff I have planned. I have tons of dojinals I was gifted that I'm giving away to. So. Nice. That's yeah. how I look at and just some of that, that early stuff, especially with Bitcoin. What, what is it? Sure, I probably wasted a ton of money on some shit. Yeah. Here's what it is. And those sorts of sats back and recycle it and do the same thing again, right? And then some yeah, of them you yeah. make a bunch out on, right? Like look at bitmaps, it took off. And you know, I was able to get tons of those free mints and 
you know, get my money back in them. Son. So, hey, you know, I got money back. I wasted on some other shit that went to miners, right? So, yeah. yeah we have and we're in an innovation time. period, too, like with Bitcoin. So, One why not? Markets I've ever been in, I can tell you that, you know. Yeah. I'd rather waste money inscribing shit than trading shit coins and losing the money that way. So 100%. Well, speaking of, uh, of shit coins, uh, <laughs> 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 going over to Doge. No, I'm playing. Hey. I'm playing. Fork of Bitcoin, but hey, you know it's a meme. It's a shitcoin. It's got a <laughs> Call it what you will, man. It's oh, right. it, it was it was called the first shitcoin, right? It was the first, you know, the first known thing. It, at the beginning, it, it was made as a joke. It was by the founders. It was made completely. If you go to you go to Coinbase, look up the thing. It says it was made as a joke, but then it became known as the first community token. And now I, I don't think shitcoins exist anymore. I think they're all community tokens. And now we have, now we can build on these chains because these chains are no longer tokens anymore. Now they're chains, which is pretty amazing. They're on their yeah. own creations, their own, you know, things inside. And each, I guess these are called, what are these called? They're not Satoshis. They're called Dogies. <laughs> Maybe. I Doge coins. <laughs> Doge coins. <laughs> well, I think also we got to remember too, like, and I, and I brought this up, but they're ordinals. They're ordinals too, you know? Yeah. So, like whatever so, this whatever we're doing here is definitely ordinals. So like it, yeah. give us some yeah, this is Eric's project. This is with wallet right here. Um it's called Ordi was it Ordi Find, right? Yep. Oh how do you say Ordi Find? Okay. Yep. Yep. It's called Ordi Find. And um just tell us how, how it started and um how it got to where it is today. Um so I'm one of the, the co founders of it. There's there's two other guys. Most of those guys are kind of more um behind the scenes as the main devs, right? I've always said I'm not a dev, but uh, I, I kind of dive into stuff like like Block does and and do some research and try to get on the techie side, but I'm not I'm not the dev, so um, you'll see me more as a face. Those guys will pop in, but just something we've been cooking, man. You know, we um, saw a need in the community, uh, especially with Doge, how big it was, especially when, you know, DRC-20s came, came, I mean, you know, you can see the date right there when that deployed. Look, March 11th, that was, when was the first DRC-20, right? Right around the same time frame, right? So, yeah. um, if people remember Jack Lou, you know, OrdSwap, you know, founder with BSV guy, RelayX, that doesn't work. Um, yeah, that guy. So, he, um, he, you know, he was always pushing that, but shit was always OTC and, and a lot of people in crypto don't like OTC. Most people don't like that in general, right? Sorry, there's a helicopter flying over. Most people don't don't really like OTC in general unless you're doing something face-to-face. -face. So, um, you know, there's a need for a place to inscribe it, a marketplace. And then, um, you know, with what's going on on chain, um, a wallet, right? There, there's so much going on on chain, you got to have a place to put all this stuff. So, um they're they coming to get you, Eric. They're coming to get you. No. <laughs> they're coming to get him. Over there, that was taken off. So I don't know how loud it is. Um, no, he's on now. So, um, you know, seeing the wallets, seeing what they were capable of, uh, you know, we, we, we started playing around with that after we were able to launch the inscription site from the need. And um, so, yeah, that's how the, the wallet kind of became a thing. And we've been cooking that up for a bit, obviously. Once the marketplace is live and uh, a couple little things we'll do, as we've said, we'll open source it. We'll, we will open source all that. Um, currently waiting on, I set up everything for the Chrome extension with Google. So that can take, according to Google, days. Um, 
hours, days, or weeks. So that really sums it up. So sometime soon, uh, I hope to have that approved by Google, or if there's an error in something that we filled out, um, that we can have it fixed and put out there. Um, so you don't have to go to the GitHub to actually download the wallet and manually put it in, in the Chrome extension yeah. like you did, Shizzy. But um, it's the same file that we gave uh, that I had to submit to Google with pictures and everything else. But um, hopefully that's approved soon. It'll be live on the store there for download uh, with the extension. Um, and then um, I think we had 500 plus users signed up for our beta. We'll have a marketplace to be able to trade. Um, you know, your DRC20s and such, like I said, a lot of OTC stuff people like. Now, I know Doge Labs um, just launched theirs. So I, haven't, I haven't been able to mess with it, man. I've been so busy. I do commercial instruction during the day, like like Block does his farming. So I do that. We hours early in the morning. People see me online early. I'm, I'm in PST, so I'm literally up to, you know, 2 a.m. here. And I, I don't even know what time it is now. 6.30 here. I'll have some dinner soon. And stay up for a little bit and rinse repeat right i come home and i i do the web3 stuff but uh there's a need man there's there's a need for that stuff and um so we kind of started putting it out there for the community taking taking feedback um from everybody and so that's the plan with those um a lot of with these dojinals if you guys have been diving in that you can't see them in your wallets so our next plans are to try to get all that indexed um so that way you can actually see it in your wallets um, people are, you know, you, you buy art on chain, no matter what chain it is, um, you want to see it. Right. So that's what frustrates me a lot of times with experts. So I end up moving a lot of my ordinals to like two different fucking wallets just so I can open them and look at them because they're buried in inscriptions everywhere else that they don't have separated. Yeah. So, um, I hate, yeah, I hate that. I hate that. <laughs> yeah. And I, I throw jabs at Jan all the time with that. Like, Hey man, it's been three fucking months. When can I see my fucking ordinals? You know, like, I just keep <laughs> up. Now you put it in the middle of my inscriptions. Like I want to see the early fucking ones. It's like hey um but you know it's it's cool it's uh they're, they're still working and and you know they're they're figuring that stuff out right so uh it's different when you got wallet apis and things uh when it goes mobile so seeing that firsthand uh it's a little different so okay. um you know we're excited for that for the feedback obviously if you guys want some testing on the on the marketplace um let me know and we can we can tie your wallets into that so that way you can um, have access to it um, you know, more peer-to-peer. -to -peer. Uh, don't know if Doge Maps will be out on this first release of it because it's just a beta to test some things. Um, that obviously is in the works. Doge Maps are huge. The community is just dying to be able to trade their their Doge Maps and their Doge Punks and uh, everything else they've got cooking in the Dogeverse world there. So it's uh, it's awesome to see, you know, communities come together and such. And you know, as like bitmap man it's a major just a big community right it's a big community behind it so it's becoming more decentralized which is good to see so for sure yeah. well is already going to be uh already com. is that going to be a marketplace uh yes everything will be tied into that because you can already inscribe there you can see the doge maps if you go into that you'll see top holders and that and mind your stuff's a lot cheaper so i call it like the otc of trading it's let's go fuck around on doge because it's so cheap right like, yeah you know, go throw it around on there. But um, yeah, it's, it's fun, man. And, and um, a lot of these guys are cooking, though. There's a lot of ordinals, communities and tokens and, and guys doing things that I'm getting introduced to. And like I said, I was gifted a lot of a lot of dojinals and um, I'll, I'll end up giving all those away. I'll end, up, I'll end up doing something with those where I won't keep any of those, um, you know, that I was that I was gifted to uh, to give back to the community. Yeah. Cool stuff. Good. Awesome. I can see it firsthand when they give it to me like, 
They sent to me like, dude, how can I, where the fuck do I look at this? I can't see my Nepal wallet. Oh man, you gotta wait. <laughs> what a fucking pain in the ass. Hey guys, we need to do something about this so we can actually look at this shit. Now. Yeah. Like, this is a, this is a pain in the ass for the average user, but you're trying to onboard to be like, wait, wait, I gotta, I gotta do this to see my shit. I got three extra. No, I don't want to do that. I don't want to do that. So yeah. yeah. Well, it, it was, I mean, um, it was mentioned earlier. I want to get into this before we, we wrap up in a little bit. But um, so you guys seem both seem really excited about Sats, right? And uh, it's 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 not Satoshi's. Completely different. People say stacking Sats. This is something completely different. And maybe I sort of block. What? Why are you excited about Sats? Why is it minting out so quickly? And why is the price going up so quickly? So, yeah, I've just been watching it like here, like just very curious what's going on. Like early when I was messing around with PRC twenties, initially it was just a few percent minted out. It's got a huge supply. It requires 21 million inscriptions to mint it out. And each time you, you make a mint, you get a hundred million sats. So it mimics uh, Bitcoin supply in that regard. Um, so yeah, we're kind of in this neat little place now. It's it's uh it's doing one to one and a half percent of its like a day for mints, and it seems to be mostly floating between one hundred fifty thousand to four hundred thousand inscriptions a day. And so like now it's I think we're probably already sixteen million. So there's only five million mints left, and so that's more than half of all ordinals all together right like we're at not even 30 million so if it's 16 million of these that it's huge it's like the biggest thing in our ecosystem um so it deserves attention it's just i've just been running the numbers and kind of putting that out there on spaces a lot um because it's it's a real pressure on the mempool it's been uh so I think it's roughly 181 days since it was deployed. And since then, it's had an average weight per day of something like uh, 82, 83,000 mints a day, which works out to like, I think it's like 585 inscriptions every block since that thing's been deployed. Um, since Yeah, yeah. So once it's done, that's going to really help the mempool out like it'll help clear a lot of the congestion but until then like now that it's getting near that tail end it's crossed 75 percent um we get to see the whole fomo game play out and part of what's going on in secondary is this uh neat little dance that the mint is playing with the secondary market in that um and the mempool all these things are kind of this balance right so at different times you can mint cheaper than you can get on secondary. And then at other times you can buy them on secondary much cheaper than you can get them on in the mempool. Uh, at, at one point, just a couple weeks ago, up to like 50% less, like, so it cost you 35 cents to mint it. Um, and you buy it for, or yeah, buy for like 70 cents and then vice versa. It's, it's been switching around. Um, so yeah, that's that's been kind of like the driver of the volume. Who's mending all of these inscriptions and everything? We don't know, and still don't know the deployer or anything. So it's all kind of a mystery. Um, and so what's going to happen at the end is, uh, you know, because it's getting attention, 
people are minting it um, and that's driving up mempool prices. And then so when people go to mint it, they're going to compare that to secondary. And so if secondary is cheaper, they'll just get it there. Um, so you're going to see secondary prices continue to escalate the closer we get to the end of this mint um, because there's going to be more people trying to mint it near the end. So it's going to fill up the mempool and the mempool is going to run away um, with it. And a lot of people are going to get front ran or their mints are going to get left behind. Right. Um, so I guess you would almost pay a premium maybe to buy on secondary be just for not having to play the mempool game. Um, and just in the last few days, you've seen like the floor of the mempool go from like eight to 11 to 14. And I think today, I'd have to check, but mostly 17-ish area. So that's why you're seeing the escalation in the secondary price. Um, and like that volume is extraordinary. You're talking about like seven Bitcoin volume a day on secondary alone and 300, 400,000 mints at the same time. It's really unparalleled. It's nothing like it. Yeah. I mean, in the current times we're in too, right? Like for yeah. to have that much volume. Um, and you compare that to like OMB, which on a good day probably puts out like 1.3 Bitcoin. And so, yeah, I feel like Sats is definitely, and, and Shizzy knows I've been praising Sats for like how long? Probably like a month and a half just because. At least, yeah. Yeah, just because I know like just, I feel like, I feel like the branding has a lot to do with it too. Like people are looking in the future saying like, okay, like Sats, single Satoshi, right? And then, um, but as I told you block in, in the DMS before was like, I'm a little bit worried about uh, secondary dumping after the mint. But like you said, that kind of happens with all tokens. Uh, but long-term I'm still even more bullish about it. Cause like, if you look at the holders and the people that are buying um, someone's throwing a lot of BTC at it. Mm -hmm. I mean, I'm like six. I'm looking at it for years down the road, right? Like not to sit when it mints out and flip it for a quick hundred bucks or a thousand double up, right? Like I want one sat equals one sat. If it takes five years, it takes five years. But if one sat equals one sat, then there you go, right? Yeah. yeah. How many sats in the Bitcoin? Hundred million? Uh, hundred million. Yeah. Hundred million. <laughs> Oh my God! I was I will scream praise Jesus if it gets to <laughs> if it gets to one sat equals one sat. Right, well, you got to be the guys that hold it right, and not keep yeah. trading it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So and also, I always thought too, like you know how how are these uh, how is secondary being so much cheaper? And I and I mentioned you know you obviously can mint cheaper if you run your own node. Um, is that still happening? You think? So okay. you save a little bit uh, using your node. It's quickly, like a couple of weeks ago, these were much cheaper and you'd save a lot more on secondary because it wasn't garnering the attention. So there's a lot of people that probably minted um, and probably in a much higher fee environment in like April and May um, and are just trying to get liquidity back. Um, and now it's really turned... Um, so that 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 arbitrage is closed it's it's constantly changing because the it's so illiquid especially the unisat marketplace um but yeah there's kind of a a neat little dance that they're playing um 
but early on, like, yeah, it was pretty obvious nodes were grinding them out and then flipping to secondary because they could have they could mint it for a lot less than other people, especially um, before um, a lot of the marketplaces uh, before they downgraded their fees significantly. Like yeah. Unisat's really, really done right. So they they had this massive advantage. That's really that gap's closed. Um, and now now it's a whole different animal because of the mempool escalation. Yeah. Um, so you can't really sit at home on your node and mint them the same way because you can get they can just run away from you, right? Um, so yeah, it, it really just depends on the fee you want to stick in there. But then uh, like a, a lot of people are going to just say, well, screw it, I'm going to go to secondary because it's a sure thing. It's there. Um, but you don't get the Unisat points for minting, yeah, right? Or if you mint on Unisat, right? That is true. That right? is true. Yeah. Oh, well, I'm glad. I'm so, glad there's a dance though because we need it minted out. So you know. I got. I got a little alpha. Uh oh, here it is. Here it is, everybody. Here we go. Here we go. So I was doing a little digging. Um, I noticed that. Okay, so so this is like I guess the Satsmint. I think it's pretty big in Asian community, Asian Bitcoin crypto community. It seems to have a lot of attention over there. I was, I was looking at some of the YouTube videos by somebody, um, and I figured out that certain inscription services have changed the envelope um, around your mint, including Unisat now. I think they just maybe did it yesterday. I'm not sure. But you don't have to pack those with 546 sats anymore. Um, their Unisat will let you go down to 330. So if you do a thousand mints, you save 50 bucks. Um, and then other places were going, like this guy in this video I saw, I can't remember what he was using a service we're not familiar with um, that you don't hear about very often. I'd have to look it up again. Um, but I think they were packing them with only 220 cent sats in the envelope. So your, you know, before it's a you know the math is a thousand times five hundred forty six is like kind of a base, yeah. and now that's that's cut yeah. in half. So you, you save that now, and that's what people are doing now with their mints. Interesting, interesting. That's awesome. I'm gonna have to look that up. I'm gonna do some research yeah. on that. I want to I want to uh, real quick let uh, block talk about the blockchain racing club because I want I want him to be able to educate some people on that. I was actually a part of a racing club on Kronos. I don't know if you guys are familiar with that uh, chain. It was called Lazy Horse Racing Club. Um, but basically, your NFT was a part of like a real racing team. Is that how this is? Or if not, can you kind of explain it to the audience? That's basically what this is. It, it, it's a... Uh... It's like in horse racing, there's a variety of uh, structures, including like syndicates, partnerships and all kinds of like your or just individual ownership. Um, one of the newest players and biggest players on the scene, uh, like the last 10, 15 years has been China Horse Club, which is um, a private company that um, offers its members ownership experience without having to dox themselves so they're like a this shadowy group of chinese um, land developers mostly but uh millionaires and billionaires a lot of them aren't revealed what their identity is i thought that in that kind of thing for web3 would work it'd be uh horse raising is kind of unique in that um 
it's really plugged into the internet. So like almost any race around the world, you can stream. Um, and uh, physical locations are very low barrier to entry. Like you can walk into most places with nothing and participate with $2. Um, but for the online, you know, DGEN, there's some interest there, but it would genuinely be the first uh, sporting uh, uh project i guess ever really that like it would you know it's like zed run in real life so we're looking to uh, it's more of a um, we're trying to bring through the working and cooperating with web3 communities we can bring the barrier of entry to um horse racing experience way down yeah. Instead of just having a few people, you can integrate. And this is a problem that a lot of NFT communities are struggling with is steady interaction, um, maybe in real life experiences, maybe it's merch or just something to for them to be partnered in or like to drive interest. Um, so it's something that can bring everybody together, but it's also sort of a it's like a private club. Um, so. We have like an in real life facility, which is like, you know, we've been building out for three years. So, you know, this name blockchain racing club is just, I got lucky with the BRC acronym, but it's always been named that. Um, so like we kind of moved into our that. current facility with this intention um, to build this out. And then ordinals just kind of fell into our lap. Um, so that it's been really fun because I would, it wouldn't want to launch it anywhere else other than on Bitcoin. Just that's just me. Um, so yeah, it's, I'm super excited to trickle out the info on that. It's a slow roll because it's been years in the making and I'm just a co-founder. There's um, a bigger team around me. I'm more the web three guy. So I'll be the face of it for the web three um community but there's other people around me on the farm that are like play their role or big support um and it wouldn't happen without them um so yeah i'm super excited to get that out there i guess all the any alpha i would give on that is just go to blockchainracingclub.com and sign up for the kind of stealth whitelist i've got going on it's just for people that took the time to go to my profile and hit that link and do their due diligence they'll get rewarded first so that's kind of how that works. So, and that's all a closed system where, you know, I'm going to communicate and email everybody else, everybody that signs up individually and um, explain the club to them and roll out the full idea. We have a full documentation on there that explains it in, in much greater detail, including a lot of, a lot of alpha in regards to like what moves are making down the line, but it's a, it's pretty heavy. Uh, because it's based around a larger in real life business. It's not your typical uh, NFT project. Right. So, sure. um, so yeah, that, that'll be coming soon. Just keep watching. Awesome. Awesome. That's good. And, and we'll put all the links, of course, as always yeah. in the description for both the already fine and blockchain racing club. And um, yeah, man. Uh I want to get one more question. So um, today we, we had Boyson Labs on, which is kind of like a layer, uh, like almost like a layer two. It's really not. They're saying it's not a layer two. It's more of a, like a, a roll up. And then we, we had Bob Bodily on. He has ICP. And he's kind of doing their layer two. 
And then we have things like like Track, who was doing Tap, which is on the layer one. And then we had Sonic from Osh Cash on, which is also doing a layer one. And they're doing you know Osh Cash tokens, and then you got Tap tokens. And then you have your layer twos. So wh- what do you guys think about like each of them? And who, wh- wh- like where do you see a winner if there is going to be a winner? Are we going to have to do a, a, like A and M's or A M M's on layer twos, or can we do them on on layer one? Start with uh, Buck. Um, I don't know how that's going to play out. I think, uh, yeah, I don't know. I think we're so early. I think, uh, we have yet to see even 1% of what's possible on this, uh, what's going to happen out of ordinals. And the only thing I really consider that's got real legs so far for a protocol is just BRC 20. Everything else is really really needs needs time and uh broader acceptance and it's harder it's it's already super hard to get any kind of uh i don't know like across this whole ecosystem some kind of consensus and push that we all accept the new protocol because it's now now after domo released brc20 it's been kind of a you know, like a waiting game. Everybody's been trying to find like what's the next thing that's gonna allow staking and everything else, like a new protocol. But you have a lot of teams building in the background because there's a lot of financial incentive to be the winner in that. So everything um, gets a lot of fun from everybody else because so so it's hard to organically create that kind of environment again where everybody just says, okay, we love this thing, yeah. we're gonna mint it, like BRC20. So I'm kind of. I'm kind of pitching my tent there for now. Gotcha. Same question, Eric. Um, yeah, we're still so early, right? But I think, yeah. um, I, I think you'll see both both layers being used. You have your L2 people, your L1 people. Uh, L2, I feel, could be best for more payment type of systems. Um because you can, you, there's no need to put any payments for for anything on chain, right? Why clog the chain up for? Let me pay for that ordinal that doesn't need to be on chain. So, things yeah. like that. Um, you know, DeFi right now is on on layer two, but um, could it come to layer one again? People are still cooking. I know Unisat's excited about working with L2s. Uh, when I was on that. Show, and they were on with Alex and Xverse and Domo was on there. So I, I don't know if they're cooking behind the scenes with Domo. And um, they said there's so much more to that BRC20 protocol. So, you know, we're not devs. So I think we're just excited as you guys are. We're, we're still, you know, eight months into to ordinals, right? So it's still like super early. I hear people say like they're dead. Like how can we be dead? We just started this shit. Like it's not. <laughs> said that about the internet and and email and everything else and look where we're at with all those today right so cell phones is the same shit never they'll never come up yeah they're about bitcoin about a thousand times by now yeah right right and yeah. with all the other Ethereum and all that shit so bitcoin's the undertaker he just keeps coming back <laughs> yeah. um you know i mean there's just obviously there are certain things you just can't do yet on l1 that you need l2 for until we we find those ways to put them on on l1 so right? so you do think there will be ways so you you guys are both confident that maybe maybe it's not tap maybe it's not Osh cash but something will come come and we're going to be trading with dexes and liquidity pools on layer one you know if you read I into think so. 
Yeah, if you if you read into some of those quotes that Satoshi has said, you know, he's put all those into the system for when they're needed to be able to be used. I think people just need to, how can I say, find them or 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 know how to to use them since he's not around, right? How how can I put mortgage lending into Bitcoin that Satoshi has made accessible? How can I do liquidity pools that he's made accessible? So I don't know. I'm waiting for that guy smarter than me to do it so I can use it. <laughs> there it's just who, who who's going to do it and who's going to expect it to where we can use it yeah, yeah. so that's okay. where l2s and ones will come in right i think yeah you're still going to see that for a while you know you'll still use l1 and l2s with ethereum for just different things so yeah yeah good answer sounds good this has been absolutely amazing guys i really appreciate your time i know you guys are both busy with other things and coming on our show man really appreciate it appreciate you guys coming on and actually using your, your real faces and not not emojis that really means a lot to the community that means a lot to us and uh we really appreciate that um and definitely um if you guys want to say anything to the community i mean you guys talk every day but you can use our platform right here just kind of say whatever you guys need to say so what's up with eric i don't know we you know i appreciate everyone's support everyone knows uh how i can be sometimes when it when it comes to transparency but uh you know i'm i've i always like uh constructive criticism and feedback whether it's good or bad and um you know i can dish it and i can take it too so I, you know sometimes i may be harsh harsher than others but uh you know hey take it with a grain of salt i'm just who i am and i don't know who you are on the other side of your pfp so uh but sometimes text comes out different. I like to have fun on spaces, as you guys know. So yep. uh, a lot of times that's my downtime after working hard during the day, especially on the weekends. You know, I reward myself on the weekends. Why you ever say, hey, X popping shrooms. Yeah. Because I just work <laughs> my ass week. Right. So I'm enjoying myself this weekend. So, you know, that's, yeah. uh, that's what happens, right? Smoking a little weed. Sure. Hey, you got to relax. So no, I appreciate you guys. Appreciate you having us on here. Um, you know, giving us the time for that. And I, I appreciate the community. So um, good or bad. Blockamoto, if you watch this, fucking unblock me, dude. So, <laughs> Un <laughs> Unblockamoto him. Blocks, <laughs> man. No pun intended. <laughs> I don't, it was a friendly jab. You know, I don't know why he, he blocked me, but hey, teach his own. So, so what, so what's on the subject? What happened? Like, at, at, how, how did it get to that point? He said, I'm back. I, all I said was, he said, I'm back. For me, I just said, hey, so so 1.1 Bitcoin lasts about three weeks. Good to know. How are you feeling? And that <laughs> was it. I screenshot it. It's there. Yeah. And yeah. Well, to be fair, he blocked Maddieverse too, though. Uh, yeah. Did he really? Yeah. He blocked, he, blocked, he blocked Maddieverse. Like, I want to say it was so <laughs> funny, too, because like, uh, you know, Maddieverse is, is is he's like one of the nicest dudes. But like, he's kind of like Eric sometimes where he'll just he'll just speak his mind. Right? And he yeah. said something like, uh maybe this time uh or no more titty or something like that <laughs> and then like that 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 got him blocked it's instant blocked and then the block uh, runner was talking about that on their show they were talking yeah, about yeah, how yeah, it yeah. was like how does that get whatever it is what yeah. it is i, I think block it blocked first anyway so he started the, the behind behind the block yeah it was me it's block. just funny we've get we, we've given blockamoto shit since man phase whatever i don't why block us now? You know it's entertainment, man. We we give him shit at the end of the day, and it's whatever. But yeah, it's I don't know. I disagree with some of his stuff, but yeah. He, you block, know what? Matt wouldn't ahead. be here. 
didn't throw that out there, so we'll give the guy credit where it's due there, but he should have stopped right there, and I'll leave it at that. I agree. <laughs> it would have been nice to see, see him disappear. Just yeah. going forever. Yeah. That would have been cool. Block, block. Yeah. It's your it's your turn. What what you got for your community and and go ahead. Uh, go to blockchainracingclub.com for sure. Read the document if you want to do your due diligence. Sign up for the whitelist. It's free. You'll find out the details after. We'll communicate. You know, get in touch with you. Um, other than that, uh, I guess I'll see everybody around in spaces. It was great being on the show. Um, I really like your guys' coverage of BRC twenties and Unistat and everything's going on. I really appreciate you guys asking me to come on. Um, it's been a pleasure. Um, buy an Ordilla and uh, go check out Ordinal Coffee in the morning with uh, Bean and Bass family. We're, uh, we're a very active chat and active uh, morning spaces, and we'd love to have anybody on that sees this and wants, yeah. wants to yeah. shoot the shit. I'm going to join that. I'm going to start joining that. And then also... I'm definitely going to read the docs for everything now. Cause I feel like that's, that's like blocks thing, man. And, and it, it pays off. Right. So yeah. you would have known about the decimal. If you would have read the, if you would have read the, <laughs> well, right. about the hashtag before the number. There you go. Yeah. That one too. Yeah. Don't get me started. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm trying to get in based, man. I keep hearing about this damn fucking chat room you guys got and I can't get the freaking invite. What, what, is that like a clubhouse <laughs> thing? Is based the clubhouse thing? How do you get in? Take it up. I got to talk to Bean. He he's got the base passes. Uh yeah, you'll find him. Uh, I'll uh I'll put in a good word for you guys. We'll see if we can get you guys in there. Cool, sounds cool. good. Sounds good. I need to be a part of this club, man. I keep hearing amazing things. So all right, guys, please hit the like for these guys. Let's, let's, get, let's get this one of the most liked video because these guys are amazing. We appreciate everything. And uh, that's it. Thanks, guys. Appreciate, appreciate it. it.